Thank you for joining us for digital worship at Grace United Methodist Church in Cheyenne, Wyoming. If you'd like to know more about our church, you can find us on Facebook at Grace United Methodist Church Cheyenne or on our website at CheyenneGraceUMC.com. Thanks for joining us for worship whenever and wherever you are. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning to you all. Today's the last sermon in our series, Meals with Jesus. We have journeyed with Jesus in three different locations where he dined with common people. Common people like you and me. We looked at Zacchaeus, the tax collector, in Mark 2, verses 13 through 17, and Luke 19, verse 1 through 10. Then we traveled with the disciples to join in the first communion with Jesus in Luke 22, verses 7 through 23. Last week, we slowed down. We slowed down to sit at Jesus' feet, joining Mary and Martha in Luke 10, verses 38 through 42. Today, we're crowding in, crowding in to be a part of Jesus' followers and recognize Jesus for who he is. Jesus is the Messiah as we look at the miracle of feeding the 5,000. We look at Jesus' words in John 6, 1 through 15, which Wanda read to us. This event is important. It's important enough that you can read it in all four Gospels. Why did the author do this? Or I should say authors do this. Why did they include it in the writings? Well, it was such an important event. It was fulfilling a sign. A sign of the Messiah the Jewish people were looking for. Was this the only message, though? Was this the only message God is sharing? Or does it go deeper into us? This is the only miracle found in all four Gospels, which means it is an extraordinary and exceptional event with meaning that goes much deeper. It goes deep into that extraordinary feeding of those thousands. In the Gospel of John, Jesus is the one who explains in great details what the sign means. The evangelist links the miracle with the mission of Jesus and the Eucharist we know it as Holy Communion. He uses the same verbs that we later find in the institution of the Eucharist. Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, and gave the bread to all the people, inviting them to eat as much as they needed. In today's Gospel, Jesus performs this miracle 
of the multiplication of loaves and fish. You know, three small fish. You know, even a trout's not that big. And then it talks about the loaves of bread that were just a barley loaf. Well, I learned this week that it's kind of like a cracker, just real small. It's like a biscuit. So this boy has these biscuits and small fish, which Jesus says, gets and says, feed the people. And everybody eats what they want. And then when it's all said and done, there's all these leftovers. Lots of leftovers. So in this gospel, this miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and fish, it is, of course, a symbol of communion. There are deliberate signals that this is so. This incident is memorable, but it pales in significance when compared to the wonder of the Last Supper. I want you to imagine being with the disciples. Imagine being with Jesus, both at this time where he's feeding all of these people that are crowded in, sitting on the grass, and that Last Supper. Can you picture it in your mind? Do you see yourself there? Where are you sitting? So picture it in your mind and see in these occasions, speaking to the participants and drawing fruit for yourself. Here comes the basket, you take what you think you need and you pass it on. Well, Jesus once said that he came so that we may have life and life in abundance. Was that boy's food, would we consider that abundance? Most of us wouldn't. But what happened? And this is so evident in this miracle that everybody ate as much as they chose. They took as much as they wanted. And there were 12 baskets of leftovers. 12. I don't even have 12 bowls of leftovers after Thanksgiving. So there's so much more than the amount they started with. This reminds me of the extravagant quantity of the water. Do you remember the wedding of Canaan? You know, think about that. Jesus took the water and turned it into wine. I thought about that. And I consider how God, God in Jesus, is generous beyond my imagination. In Canaan, in this multiplication of loaves and fish, in my own life, I ask for the grace of gratitude. Even the poorest of poor in our country is richer than some. And if we have Jesus, 
you are so full of richness. But we have to know what to do with those gifts that God has given us. In this reading from John's Gospel, we are given what John sees as a symbol. A symbol of how Jesus seeks to nourish the life he has spoken about in John 3. Let me remind you what that was about. I'm reading from John 3, 14 through 17. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so must the human one. The human one must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him won't perish but will have eternal life. God didn't send his son into this world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. What would have happened to those 5,000 if Jesus didn't take the small amount of food and multiplied it? What if we don't share Jesus with others? What would happen with those that come into our lives? Who may not know Jesus. Well, here in John sees this as a symbol. He also sees his food with which he wants to feed. He wants to feed us as a banquet he invites us to enjoy. For Jesus, this banquet is a symbol of his desire to share himself with us in the word of God, and in the bread of life. There is no limit to what Jesus wants to share with us. He desires to share everything with us. So how do we do that? Well, we only need to open our hearts and our minds and our whole beings and our soul. And invite the Holy Spirit in. Open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit so that Jesus can fill us. We must follow Jesus every day. One of the most attractive characteristics of Jesus, in my opinion, is his generosity. His generosity in sharing all he is with us. In prayer, each person might dwell with how much Jesus has done for you. How much he has given you for of all that he has. And ultimately, how he wants to share himself with you in the word of God and in the Holy Communion. So think about your lives. What do you have to offer? What has God blessed you with? The small offering of that young man fed all those people. It was over 5,000 people. God can make much of what we offer. Our attempts to live in his love and follow him are nothing without him. We never know where our efforts to love 
to help, to support. We don't know when we do that for others, where it may bear more fruit. Remember, when we find ourselves wrestling with feelings of insufficiency, lack of, focusing on what we lack instead of what we have, there is a lesson in the account of Jesus multiplying the loaves and fishes. When we yield our little to him, he is able to bless it. He is able to break it and multiply it. Turning our insufficiencies into something sufficient and abundant. Just like the disciples, we can find ourselves forgetting the times the Lord has seen us through when we should have faith that his sufficiencies will always be enough. I don't know about you, but I have had plenty of those moments. Those moments when I've forgotten God's promises to provide the way. Those moments when I felt like I had nothing to give, but yet my little bit was a blessing to someone else. So Jesus invites us to his table. He fills us with abundant love to share with others. What is being served? Well, his words found in our scriptures, found in the Bible. Forgiveness from our sins, healing of our spirits, and more. Seek the nutrients only found in Jesus. Allow the Holy Spirit to live in and through each of you. Be a disciple. Be blessed and be a blessing to others. The miracle continues. It continues to live in all of us. May this message fill you to go into the world sharing your abundance with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for digital worship at Grace United Methodist Church in Cheyenne, Wyoming. If you'd like to know more about our church, you can find us on Facebook at Grace United Methodist Church Cheyenne or on our website at CheyenneGraceUMC.com. Thanks for joining us for worship whenever and wherever you are.